0: I was young, I had two pair of leaves. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh-huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh-huh. While niggas flirt, I'm throwing tigers on my shirt. And alligators. Uh-huh. You want to see the inside? Uh-huh. i see you later. They come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake? Wow! Uh-huh. Why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place. Play your position. Uh-huh. They come my intuition. Uh-huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him while his friends watch it. Mm-hmm. That hoes clocking, uh-huh. Here comes respect. Cruise your crew, or they might be next. Look at their man eye, big man, they never try. So we roll with them, I huh? stole with them. I mean, loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch. The milks with chocolate, the cookies, butter crunch, ADRs. podcast. the limit When I was young, I had two pair leaves, besides that, the pinstripes and the gray, uh-huh. the one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays, my uh-huh. niggas flirt, I'm with tigers on my shirt, and alligators, uh-huh. you wanna see the inside, huh? i see you later, They come the drama, oh, that's that nigga with the fake, uh-huh. wow! Why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place. Play your position. Uh-huh. Become my intuition. Uh-huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him all his friends watching. That hoes clocking. Uh-huh. Here comes respect. His crew's your crew. Or they might be next. Look at them man, eye. Big man, they never try. So we roll with them. Uh-huh. stole with them. I mean loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch. The milks with chocolate. The cookies. Butter crunch. 80 across, they depicted me the boss, of course, my orange box cut to make the world go round, plus I'm fucking, bitches at my homegirls now, start stacking, dabbled in crap, gun packing, nickname Medina, made the scene of my Nina's. from gym class to glass pass off a global, the only nigga with a mobile, can't you see like total, getting larger in and wasting taste, ain't no telling where the spelling is heading, just in case, keep a shell. The sky's the limit. When I was young, I had to pay of lease. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh-huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh-huh. While niggas flirt. I'm throwing tigers on my shirt. And alligators, uh-huh. you want to see the inside. Huh? i see you later. They come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh-huh. Wow, why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place. Play your position. Uh-huh. Become my intuition. Uh-huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him while his friends watch it. Mm-hmm. and hoes clock it. Uh-huh. Here comes respect. His crew's your crew, or they might be next. Look at they man, ah, big man, they never try, so we roll with them. Uh. I stole with them, I mean loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch. The milks with chocolate, the cookies, butter crunch, 80
1: Damn. yeah dude god damn is right god damn is right bro um well well ladies and gentlemen what is going on everybody man we got uh quite a bit to talk about here today man we got quite a bit to talk about a lot of interesting stuff to talk about here today so on monday we gave you guys the whole rundown of the Cody Rhodes situation, the Cody Rhodes getting absolutely plowed out of his WrestleMania spot, that whole situation um uh stuff with the Rock, stuff with the Rock coming in taking his spot. Um and we said there was a lot more to the news that uh we had to share with you guys today about that situation, about the whole Rock situation and about uh Kind of, I guess, the rumors. Uh, There's one rumor in here. um, There's one rumor in here uh, really about unifying the championships um, that we have to go over with you guys. And the rest of the stuff, man, is just a bunch of uh, interesting news uh, in regarding to the WrestleMania spot and the, uh, I guess, idea or the thought process behind The Rock, thinking that he should have that WrestleMania spot. Now, there was a press conference yesterday, man. I see everybody's talking about it. That's the that's the hot thing around the world of professional wrestling today, the WrestleMania kickoff press conference that we've seen mm-hmm. yesterday. Um, what did you think of the press conference, bro?
2: I thought it was great, man. It was insane. Um, you know, the first half of the time, I mean, all right, I didn't really care about it. Yeah, I cared about it, but like It wasn't, you know, we were all there For one reason When they got to pro, dash That shit was insane, that shit felt like A pay-per-view level thing And it was literally just a little press conference
1: yeah man yeah for sure it was uh it was it was very it was very good it was very good absolutely when triple h said that they were going to uh light the world on fire, he was not fucking around um he was being for real uh and that's what they did man yeah like sir k said man uh they had that had uh pay per view level of buzz around it and it was a free entry for people in the arena um and it was just a really cool event man it was a really cool event and it was a very cool thing uh for WWE to do um we we brought the news to you guys a couple weeks ago we brought the news to you guys a couple weeks ago that uh the um WWE was going to be moving towards uh like a sports presentation and if that's the kind of shit that they're going to do Dude, that that was like, that was awesome. That was awesome, man. A WWE uh, just standalone press conference that, you know, for the local people was a free entry. Um, That's really fucking cool, man. That's really cool. That was really cool of them to do Um, and, you know, create buzz around WrestleMania and stuff like that. And I would like to see them implement that idea more. Um, I would like to see them implement that idea more so for maybe something like the WWE draft or something like that um like a press conference of some sorts for you know for uh yeah for the draft to you know let us know where the superstars are going and and stuff like that i would like to i would like to see something like that man i would so yeah that's um uh but other than that dude man i thought they did a great job we're obviously we're gonna talk about it more as we go over all this news um we're gonna you know like i said we're gonna go over the news first Post or uh, sorry, pre press conference. So, the news about like we got news on, like I said, the thought process, uh, why The Rock might be coming back, unifying the titles, which obviously a lot of that hopefully is off the table at this point. Um, uh, but the unification story is just a rumor anyway. Um, doesn't really look like there's much uh, going for that, and thank God, uh, because we'll get into how stupid that would be. Uh, but. Um, The Rock bringing in his boy, Brian Goertz. Um, so, (laughs) and then my, my favorite story out of this whole thing, uh, The Rock lobbying to beat Roman Reigns if he were to, you know, get the main event of WrestleMania, which the reason we're still going to talk about that, we haven't seen SmackDown tonight. Triple H is going to be on SmackDown. He very well could make this a triple threat and we'll still have that threat of The Rock possibly fucking... Walking into WrestleMania and walking out with the WWE Championship. Which, again, I think is I, I think is absolutely fucking ludicrous. But, you know, we'll talk about it, man. But, anyways, uh, I guess we can go ahead and get into the intro, man. So, what is going on, everybody? We're back with, yet again, another edition of the New Seals Podcast. Another edition of the news. And, with all this stuff going on, believe it or not... This is episode 200 of the Notorious Eels podcast, man. So, yeah, man, uh, pretty pretty crazy, pretty crazy on on that aspect alone. But, uh, but yes, man. If, if this is first time watching, you guys, do not know the show works. Every Monday we're on here with Notorious Unscripted, and every Friday we are on here with the news at 4 p.m. Central, man. So if you guys did miss this past uh, Monday's edition of the news, will hashtag We Want Cody save the story. Well, looks like we may have gotten our answer to that, man. Well, so, yeah, man. Uh, If you guys did miss episode 181 of Unscripted, you guys can now watch that on all platforms. That is Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. And if you want to see it first, join us right here live on YouTube every Monday after Monday Night Raw, man. Also, if you guys haven't got a chance to get your hands on some of the official Notorious Seals podcast (laughs) merchandise, you guys can now find this live on the merch shop. That is Bonfire.com, link is at the top of the description of this very video, and in either mine or SirK's social media pages, man. Um, You got all eight of these beautiful designs that you see on your screen, man. The Chicago flag design, the uncrowned kings of the IWC, the Biggie inspired design, the base logo design, the IWC's best kept secret, the notorious world order, Grand Slam, the scratch logo, and the only community that matters, all eight of these beautiful designs and more available for you guys on the merch shop. Again, that is com. Link is at the top of the description to this very, or of this very video, man. So, with that, if this is your first time watching, guys, do not know who we are here at the Notorious Skills Podcast. I am Johnny Mayhem, one half of the host of this very show. And as for the other half, we got my man, Sir K here. How the hell are you, man?
2: I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Just... And going man, been pretty pretty normal lately. I'm pretty normal, so just a trade, man. More and more waiting. But I'm doing good, man. Uh last night the press conference was fucking awesome. I love what they did there. And mm-hmm. WWE has been been real entertaining, man. It really has. been really engaging and AEW on the other hand has been um Hello, they'll say it on Monday, but, you know, it's, it's AEW at this point. Um, But I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Like Durante always asks, how's life? How's the family? Life's good. The family's good. How is everybody doing in the live chat and in the replay? What about you, bro? How are you doing? Yeah, man, I'm doing good, bro. I'm doing good,
1: man. Just, uh yeah, just... Enjoying this, uh, WrestleMania ride where we've, uh, we are currently being brought on. So, it's been fun. Um, it's been, uh, head-scratching at points. Um, it's been very head-scratching, uh, with the whole inclusion of, uh, Mr. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh, but, after yesterday, man, after yesterday, uh, Triple H, um, Triple H is the king. At doing this stuff. He really fucking is the king of kings, man. Um, he, uh, I mean, you guys, uh, anybody that knows or anybody that was an NXT head like myself and like Turkey, um, you guys would know anytime Triple H was faced with a negative, he would turn it into a positive. Uh, the first thing that comes to mind is Mm -hmm. when Aleister Black got hurt, he turned his injury into a who attacked him angle. Um, And it was absolutely one of the best things on AEW, uh, or it was absolutely one of the best things on NXT television Um, that would obviously lead to, you know, Gargano coming back as the heel and, you know, absolutely uh, being beside himself and, you know, just uh, fucked up from Tommaso Ciampa mentally. So obviously it was great. Triple H was faced with a insane adversity here. Uh, he was faced with an ins- insane adversity with The Rock coming in and uh, bringing in his own guys to, uh, you know, help him with creative, which is nothing new. If you guys are familiar with Dwayne, it really is nothing new. I um, I know it's, I know it's taboo to some people, but um, we'll get into it, but. He's bringing his own people in, and it's not that he has his own people representing him because, like I said, it's nothing new. It really, it really isn't. And I'll explain why it's nothing new when we go over that story. But it's the 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 in the fashion he's bringing them in with. And again, we'll get to that. But um, he was faced with, uh, like I said, overwhelming adversity here, and he held this press conference. Uh this motherfucker was walking in the building saying they're gonna light the world on fire. So he knew that he had something on the stove, pretty much. Um and and they absolutely fucking cooked it up um in the press conference. Now, there was a little bit of things that were kind of weird about it. Uh, I see JT talking about Seth Rollins. Um That was obviously uh one of the negatives of it. Seth Rollins absolutely mm-hmm. looks stupid in that regard. Um uh but Anyways, before I keep going, um, thank you guys for being here, as always, man. Thank you guys for being here, as always. Uh, Logan, JT, Bell, Duran thank you guys for all being here, and thank you guys, uh, of course, and how the hell are you guys doing, and I'm doing good myself, and as Durante always asks, again, I'm good, family's good, and what about you, Durante? So, um, uh, yeah, so, Seth, I personally, dude, I would have liked if Seth, if Cody... At least looked at the fucking guy. Looked at him and said, like, Seth, you're doing a great job. Um and and I absolutely would love to fight you at WrestleMania. And I'm sorry. Thing. But this is personal. This is about my family. And I'm sure we'll see each other down the line. But right now I I need to get this. I need to get this for my for my family, man. There's no there's no better year to do this. Something like that. Something that at least Gave gave Seth the validity of being legit enough to be there. It's almost a slap in the face. After all he's done. I mean, seriously, man. After all he's fucking done, man. They, they you know, they introduced this championship. This beautiful, beautiful World Heavyweight Championship. It looks beautiful. And all it fucking needed was somebody to take it and and, and you know, legitimize it. And that's what Rollins has done.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I don't, I, I personally disagree with the, the fashion that they, I, I disagree with the, the fashion that they brought him out there when in man, I mean, he did, you know, he did kind of, you know, get in, you know, Dwayne and, and, and Roman's face and, and, you know, he did interject himself into the mix, which was nice, which was nice to see. But I mean, man, at the end of the day, Again, I would have liked Cody to, you know, at least, uh, at least show him a a little bit of love, man, and at least, you know, tell him, like, you know, something along the lines of, like, dude, I absolutely would have taken this match, and I was really thinking about it, and I was really leaning towards it, but this is personal, man, and I'm sorry, but this is personal for me, something like that, man.
2: Like literally, bro, all it took for that to be perfect when it came to a Rollins situation.
1: And they didn't and they didn't capitalize on that. And that's you know, a lot of times in wrestling man, it's the small things, and that's one of the small things I really think they could have done with. I think they could have done with at least putting Rollins over in that small regard, um, but it would have went a long way. Um and then, you know, Uh, it, that's just me though. That's just me though. But, you know, uh, again, I, you know, I think, um, you know, I really think, I I mean, just putting him over a little bit would have went a long way, man. But I mean, having him just stand there and watch, you know, a fucking family tree presentation and then watch Cody, you know, just completely start cooking Roman Reigns in the rock and Rollins is just standing there with his championship, like, damn. Like it just doesn't, you know. I I think you know putting. I think you know again. I think putting them over. I think putting them over in that regard, like I said, would have went a long way. I think it would have went a long way, man. I think it would have done wonders for just the the the, just the overall presentation of the championship. You know, uh, we say it all the time, dude. But um, perception is reality. How are people Mm going to perceive? Rollins just fucking standing there in the back. And it's like, I I do, personally, man, I I do think he should have been there because if he wasn't there, I think it would just made it look overly obvious who Cody was going to pick. But, like, at the end of the day, I think, yeah, Cody, at least just giving him the nod and just, you look, man, you've done a great job, but this is something I need to do for me and my family personally. And, hey, Rollins is a family man. He couldn't have came out on Monday and fucking said, you know, Cody, I really needed that match. But me, being a family man of my own, I respect your decision.
2: Exactly. It's it's simple. It's all it took.
1: All it took. That's all it fucking took, man. It really is, bro. It really is. But, um, but, uh, so other than that, man, that's what I th- that's what I I thought um that's what I thought of the uh that's what I, that's mainly what I thought of the press conference and we'll get into it a little bit more after uh we talk about all this rock news pre press conference but um uh before we move on to any stories um because I know it's a there's a lot of stuff on everybody's mind but um I want to just go ahead and say thank you to everybody thank you to everybody who's watched us from. Uh, nothing until now, man, we're 200 weeks in this is episode 200 of the, uh, uh, of the notorious heels podcast, uh, 200, 200 weeks ago. Um, me and Sir Kay, yeah, t- seriously, bro. 200 weeks ago, man, me and Sir Kay, um, we're done with high school and we had nothing else that at least in the, uh. In, in the uh, near future that we were really going to keen in on, bro. And we set out to do something special and we continue to build on it every day. So I want to say thank you to my co-host, uh, my best friend, my brother, Sir Kay, for the uh, endless time uh, we put into this thing, bro. And all of your time, you know, I appreciate your time more than anything. Um, time is so valuable um, and I appreciate your time and I appreciate everybody watching's time bro. Uh there's been so many people along the way, dude, whether you've been fucking watching us since we had nobody in chat playing WWE 2K all the way up until now where dude the the production um only, you know, raises and, you know, continuously uh gets better and it's just been so cool uh even for me personally it's so gratifying for me personally to uh go back and watch the evolution of this podcast and it's something that's um you know those old episodes are so embarrassing dude but at the end of the day man uh in a weird way I'm so proud of those as well because you look at those and you look at how far we came uh with all this shit man and it's truly rewarding um it it's, it's truly rewarding man uh and yeah, it's 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 a complete honor to come on here uh and, and absolutely um uh it's an honor to have a platform in general, but it's an honor to have a platform where people actually want to show up and engage with you and uh almost be a part of your family. That's why we always call you guys the notorious Heels family or the notorious Heels mafia, mm-hmm. the replay mafia. Um w- whatever you want to call it, man, um mm-hmm. because you know, you guys, uh, you you guys are a part of this family, man, and for real, uh, uh, just yes, I want to thank you guys for an amazing 200 episodes, and I can't wait to be here and and see how far this podcast, uh, goes by episode 300 and episode fucking 400. So, um, I can't wait, uh, and I'm so excited to see the growth of this podcast and where it's gone because, uh, from 2020 to now, it's just been, uh exponential how how much the podcast has grown um and dude literally in a few short weeks dude we'll be celebrating four years which is absolutely fucking just insane to think but for real man from the bottom of my heart thank you guys thank you guys always bro uh people you know we thank you guys every episode but whether you're here now or whether you're in the replay whether you're part of the replay mafia truly thank you guys for an amazing amazing 200 episodes uh it's been absolutely unforgettable um Unforgettable um, period Of my life uh, Just being able to be Being able to uh, do this Is is uh, my life's work So thank you guys truly From the bottom of my heart
2: Truly really, truly Thank you bro Thank you You're the fucking I say this every time but You're the passion of the show You're the reason it's here You're the reason it looks so good Sounds so good Um, the reason we have great merch Great graphics Everything man um it's insane i'm happy of how this everything turned out from going to fucking playing over call of Duty footage that we forgot to mute at oh. the time <laughs> it kind of like it like we it sounded like we were in Dorita the fucking middle of
1: iraq trying to fucking film a podcast <laughs> again
2: this special episode where you can just hear us flipping through paper and shit it, it was it was rough man look what happened now man we got the best thumbnails the best graphics the best the best um production overall i think i would say from most of these fucking content creators and it's all because of you bro it really is um and it's been great dude it's been a great fucking in here four years uh doing this i love talking to you guys i love talking to you bro i love talking about you know all things i love all things i hate it's been a phenomenal fucking 200 weeks, and 200 weeks is just insane in itself, man. um And to the hundreds more, man, I really can't wait to see even the growth from looking, you know, looking back from the growth of when we started and now. It's crazy. Only well, thinking about another time frame like that, looking in the future, man. I, I can't wait.
1: Yeah, it's it's so it's so crazy to think, dude. 200 episodes. I remember coming on here for the first time and just being so nervous and you know I uh I I still do get nervous because I'm my own worst critic um but <laughs> but, but um dude this is this has truly been a blast dude 200 episodes um and all 200 of them all 200 of them uh um have have just uh, absolutely been amazing and, and always a great time uh, and absolutely the highlight of my week and it's it's uh, also it's also uh so so rewarding to uh see how far um we came uh in terms of uh carrying ourselves and, and I guess just people uh just it, just, pe- just being people in general and and, and you know just seeing uh, our evolution within these 200 episodes uh and these 200 weeks and uh how far how far uh we've came since then and how much we've evolved as uh uh in terms of um producing these episodes and and our uh just everything about us um what what I'm getting at is uh when oh, dude when we first started this thing bro we were so choppy we were so fucking choppy oh, it um we, we were so bad at this. We were so bad at this dude. Um, even when people first started kind of watching us, you know, it was, it was so, so bad. It was so choppy dude. And it was just like, uh, but you know, a lot of those people suck around. A lot of those people are, you know, in this chat right now. Um, and here we are, dude, uh, here we are and we only get better. And it's truly something that's so rewarding. And, uh, it's, it's really is so fulfilling and I'm, uh, so proud of it, uh seriously, man. So yes, yeah, so thank you guys for an amazing, amazing two hundred episodes.
2: Truly, really, man. Thank you, everybody that watches and that continue to watch us.
1: Absolutely, dude, absolutely. So just say a couple a couple nice words about the podcast, man, because, before we absolutely go down this rabbit hole that is the uh the Dwayne the Rock Johnson controversy. Ah uh, that is this WrestleMania season. So right now we're going to start you guys off with the news. Um we talked about so Monday we talked about everything from a TV aspect and how everything looks from the TV aspect. We told you guys on Friday we were going to bring you guys the um just insane news that we got last Saturday. All this news was breaking Saturday morning after SmackDown. So so yeah man. Uh okay. So This was, uh, the thought process, if you could say, behind The Rock wanting to interject himself into the WrestleMania plans. So, The Wrestling Observer reports The Rock pushed super hard for it. The card changed when CM Punk and Lesnar were out. All the dominoes fell. Dwayne already wanted it, but WWE felt they needed it now, uh, they needed it as well. Uh, Felt like it was better to change the flow, uh, change the news flow away from Vince McMahon. Cody was the plan. Dwayne was going to face Roman Reigns later, maybe next year's WrestleMania, maybe Saudi. Uh, The Vince thing ends up being worse than they thought, and they changed the plans 100%. It was Punk versus Seth um, and Cody versus Reigns until Punk got hurt. So I do understand wanting to, you know, and it worked. It worked. Changed the news flow away from the Vince McMahon stuff because that was I way bigger than, you know, I, I guess anybody in TKO anticipated. Um and obviously what had came out was just absolutely fucking insane. But that's beside the point. Um in that regard, they did a great job. They did a great job at getting the news flow away from Vince McMahon. But in saying that, you gotta take it a you gotta take into consideration. You gotta take into consideration that in doing that, how did that make Cody Rhodes look and you're it's like the it's like the old saying, you know, any publicity is good publicity. You're putting yourself in more of a negative spotlight because now you're opening up all these uh, conspiracy theorists about The Rock and what his involvement is in in WWE. So you know you have you know you go from Vince McMahon, you go from a power hungry fucking uh boss to the rock who in this situation made himself look like a very power hungry boss so it's like you're adding publicity you're adding more negative publicity to your product that in all honesty you don't really fucking need right now um and and you're taking a guy um and then and then you know people start going back into the wells of how WWE used to be of you know how could they fuck over Cody Rhodes like that? And like in that regard, these people aren't wrong. These people are not wrong. They're really not uh, in in the sense of WWE's love for part timers. You know what I mean? It's like WWE could sometimes look at so look. Sometimes WWE can over business the industry, right? They can over mm-hmm. you know look at just business, and let's do The Rock because it's bigger business, even though Cody Rhodes sat through a year of fucking filler um, to get him to this point to where he would go on to do what? Everybody wants to see him face Roman. Nobody wants to see him face fucking Rollins. I'm sorry, but nobody wants to see him no. face Rollins. It's nothing against Rollins, but that's not the story we were all going for here. That's not the story that's been built. You know, so It did, you know, again, I mean, I get what they're saying and, and, you know, it makes, you know, sense. They wanted to take the news flow away from Vince, but again, you're adding, you're just adding more, you're adding more negative, uh, you're adding more negative press that you don't need, you know, um, uh, in terms of now the rock. So like I said, it just looks like you're going from one power hungry guy to another. So
2: yeah, who what, what, what do you think about this, man? It definitely looks bad, man. Uh, well, it looked bad. I think they were to, uh, you know, throw it in a different direction after, you get know, on Monday and, and yesterday. But I really don't know what they were thinking about this, man. Um, well, I don't know what the Rock was thinking, but in terms the KO and whatnot, I just think they didn't know how I just didn't think they knew I was gonna get that reaction and they didn't anticipate wrestling fans being wrestling fans because they probably used to that man and it didn't look great dude rocking interjecting himself and um no no one was happy fucking it was like four days straight of people watching Cody, um the hashtag celebrities doing it. And I think they realized that, and I think that's why they pulled it back man. And, you know, Cody and Seth, that obviously doesn't do it for anybody. First of all, they already had so many matches against, you know, I actually saw this statistic on Twitter, including live events. They faced each other 22 times, and Cody won every single one, live events included. Seth Rollins never once beat Cody Rhodes, he is 22-0 to Cody, technically, when you're including the live events, but, like, we've seen that match up so many times on television, nobody would want to see that again, you can't throw Cody in a different direction just because it doesn't, it just didn't work, good. it really didn't work, it was, it was Roman, and the title that Roman has, that makes sense, and they tried to pay from that, and that's really what bit them in the ass, man. Genuinely, if, you know, Cody would have won last year or something, or if Cody, you know, didn't get his spot last year, maybe it, been, it wouldn't have been as bad as bad, but they literally had the man lose last year just to try it again this year just for them to have to be like, okay, you know what, they're actually not going to do this. So, you know, they... I just don't think they expected a reaction they got, and I think they, I think they realized it, and I think they're they're putting it back, which is good, man, which is real good.
1: Absolutely, man, absolutely. So, uh, PW Insider. Uh, so the the next uh, the next piece of news, uh, the next piece of news. Um, this is about the championship. Unification. This one... This one's uh, interesting. Um, And I would like to believe this is off the table now. Um, PW Insider reports that there are people inside WWE talking about the possibility of Cody Rhodes winning... Uh Rhodes versus Rollins at Mania forty, uh and then challenge the winner of Rock and Roman at um um and then challenge the winner of Rock and Roman Reigns at WrestleMania uh at WrestleMania. The winner of those two fights uh would would go on to have a unification match for SummerSlam. So Cody can finish his story. Uh, the only reason I could see there being any truth to this is because... R- Rhodes... What, would, what else would be the fucking point of Rhodes winning... Of Cody winning the uh, World Heavyweight Championship? Like, where's the fucking good in that? And And then, like, to to restate that phrase but in a different question where's the fucking good in that dude you just brought back the world heavyweight championship what would be mm-hmm. the like? what would be the fucking thought pre- like again we're talking like we were just talking about slaps in the face to Seth Rollins
2: Oh, the old fucking...
1: so you mean to tell me you had him hold a world heavyweight championship on Monday Night Raw For the better part of what would be like a year and a half by that point. Just for the championship to fucking go away again? One of your better looking world championships in that company? Used to be
2: absorbed into another one. Again. After it was already absorbed. And then that title absorbed with a different world championship level title. To create a third, technically a third one at that point. Which became the second one. To be merged again. Like what?
1: That makes no sense. And and you know I, I hear a lot of people. I hear a lot of people saying you know, well Triple H has never been a guy for two world championships. Too fucking bad. Where the fuck yeah. is? I, I don't see both of your shows going to fucking Netflix. No, one's on one broadcast. Um, USA Network. One's on Netflix. Two separate brands. Two separate homes. Two separate rosters. Are you fucking serious? And. Judging off the tag team championships, I'm sorry, I love trips, but the one thing he's shown me is he is not good at having championships float. They're basically the raw tag team championships, and SmackDown doesn't have tag team championships just now for the first time in fucking forever. Has a team on has a team on SmackDown even qualified for the uh, um to even get in a number one contender match for the tag team championships? But let me ask you something. When's the last time a fucking team on SmackDown had the fucking tag team championships? It was the Usos, right? Well, Mm -hmm. let me ask you how much the Usos showed up on Monday Night Raw. Never, never. They never fucking showed Mm -hmm. up once in a once in a blue moon once in a blue moon did they show up on Monday night raw but other than that whoever those tag team championships go to they're basically the tag team championships of that show they're not really like, floating which means the tag the tag teams that aren't the tag team champions on the other brand have nothing to do nothing
2: like it's a problem they already have. Why would you make it worse when the, with the world title situation when you corrected it by creating that title in the first place? That title creation was a fix for your world championship problem.
1: Yeah, seriously. Seriously, it it makes... It, it really makes... Uh, it really makes no sense to me, man. It really makes no sense to me. Why you would even... Consider that. Why you would even consider merging the fucking championships when you just demerged them last June or July or whatever it was. You literally just demerge the titles and then you would want to merge them again just so Cody could finish his story and there can only be one world champion. Too fucking bad. You have a company title and a world title. It's as simple as that. Your roster is too big. I'm sorry. And I know a lot of people don't like that. Why is there two women's titles? Why is there two tag titles? Why is there two world titles? Because the roster is too fucking big. The roster is too fucking big.
2: And you have two separate, completely separate shows. What else are you going to fucking do?
1: The reason we complain about AEW is because they don't have split rosters, but they have fucking 28 championships on their show. You know? Like, dude, all AEW would need... To genuinely be folk, a focused show again, obviously, the one world title, two mid-card titles at most, tag titles, and a women's title. That's it. I think because at this point, you've showed me you don't give a flying fuck about a trios division. You no, had you trios. Can't. Where'd they all go?
2: You fucking broke them all up for no reason. And didn't do nothing and created these fuck random ones.
1: And the trios that you do have go for the fucking tag team champ or the trios championships aren't the trios people want to see. People like no. the elite Blackpool Combat Club. Have the Blackpool Combat Club even ever fucking challenged for the trios titles?
2: Maybe. I don't think so though.
1: You fucking put more emphasis on the fucking ROH tr- six-man titles than you do your own trios championships. Oh, oh, really quick, really quick side note on AEW. I love to see all these fucking brain-dead content creators. This isn't the way to go about the rankings. Who the fuck said that before they even brought them back? Who? Who?
2: He, he said that can never be back rankings, and they fucking brought them back. And guess what? It sucks, people.
1: bro. They they did the same thing they did last time. They lumped all the men's titles into one bracket. And fucking dude, did you even look at the lists? bro? Did you see the lists on those trios, uh, or on on those on those people in the rankings?
2: No, I didn't. I didn't peek the rankings.
1: Bro, I, I can't. I can't. I can't completely remember um, the the thing as a whole. But I remember. I swear to God, one of the trios title, one of the contenders in the trios bracket were. I, I swear to God, I'll never forget this till the end of my time. I'll never forget this. I swear to God, one of the trios were in contention for the tri- for the world trios championships. Are the Hardys and Mark Briscoe? When oh, the I'm fuck? When the fuck did the Hardy Boys and Mark Briscoe team up?
2: The fuck do even look at the link? It's on your website. Um. I think there's a link to Let me see. If
1: you want I know they were posting them on Twitter.
2: Well, of course. Yeah. Something to... On this, don't uh, something to... I do fucking
1: Something to... Put them in
2: your own website.
1: Yeah, no kidding. Um... <laughs> Did he not post them this week? Maybe they're fucking gone already, and then we can all be, uh... We can all be shot out of our fucking misery. Okay, I don't There's even think the they posted people. them this week.
2: MUW has been around for what, four, maybe five years at this point. They have over ninety thousand tweets. What are you tweeting that much for? I get your company, but dog oh, holy fuck is this a nightmare to scroll through.
1: Yeah, they're uh I'm gonna yeah. check Tony Khan's Twitter, but other than that, I don't even think they posted the fucking rankings this week. Yeah, nothing 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 for their ranking if you're gonna if you're gonna implement a fucking ranking system at least fucking update like yeah. golly find
2: a way for people to look at the rankings bro oh my God.
1: those rankings were absolutely some of the fucking worst set of brackets i've ever seen in my entire life and dude I love seeing all the videos. This isn't what the the ranking should have been, dude. We said that.
2: You know, man. Is it in games? No, it's not in roster. Is it in community? No.
1: Hmm. Here, let me look. Um, let me let me try to search their website. All Elite okay. Wrestling dot com. There we go. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Oh,
2: that's, that's like you bring the roster tab. No waiting. Fucking. dot Hmm. That's just fucking investors. I think we have different websites, Bell. the UK might have a different website. Yeah, because it's literally not on here for the American website, and if it is, it's you can't find it.
1: Uh, let me see. Hmm, is it under news? Oh,
2: it is. It is on their website. they just you just kind of Google it to get the link. To the ratings page. Ranking page. Good
1: ah, old. this company sucks. All <laughs> oh, wrestling God. rankings. Ah! Here we are. What the
2: fuck? He's
1: like, dude, what?
2: August 31st.
1: Wait, like, August what? 31st? <laughs> okay. 2022. So, so i uh, <laughs> So on the American website, the latest rankings we have are from August 31st, 2022. I swear to God, that is the. There's no way.
2: Oh God, what happened this fucking company, dude?
1: Yeah, no, legit. The champions on here, um, the champions on here for the rankings. Are John Moxley as the interim world champion, Wardlow as the TNT mm-hmm. champion, Pac as the All Atlantic champion, Thunder Rosa as Jade Cargill as the women's, and then Swerve in Our Glory was the fucking tag team champions. That was the last time on on our website that I that we can see for. <laughs> that's fucking insane, man. This website,
2: this company is so fucking cooked. It okay. is insane.
1: There is something on Google from all elite wrestling.com from the AEW rankings from January 31st, 2024. And I swear to you, it leads to a, a single PDF image of the rankings.
2: No fucking way.
1: If you look up all elite wrestling.com rankings on Google, the third link is going to say AEW rankings for January 31st, 2024. And it's a fucking PDF image.
2: What the
1: fuck is this, bro? Uh, Okay, I found the rankings. Okay, Uh, here we go. Um, uh, I found it, Val. I found it. It's a it's a PDF image. It's a PDF image of the rankings. Okay, so all these challengers are lumped into one. Um. Oh, this is getting good. Here we go. Okay, so the contenders for the men's championships are all lumped into one. It's Literally. Swerve at one, then Hangman, then Adam Copeland, John Moxley, and Roderick Strong. Why are they all lumped into one?
2: Literally. What the fuck? Contenders. Like, you can't do like one to three or one to five. For the world title. Seriously? And then like five to ten for the mid... Like what?
1: Absolutely no consideration. Uh, m- meanwhile, there's four men's singles champions. So then for the women, we go Deanna Perazzo, Thunder Rosa, uh, Hikaru Shida, Sky Blue, and Mariah May. So with well, Thunder Rosa at number two... I'm assuming that means she's going after the TBS championship instead of what makes the most sense and going after the championship that she never fucking lost. (sighs) Okay. So moving on to the tag team championships, Sting and Darby Allen, which obviously now they're the champs. So number two, which I guess this would make them number one. Now John silver and Alex Reynolds. Are you fucking serious? When the fuck have they been on television? When?
2: That's why I hate the rankings, dude. They just do random nothing matches and adds to it.
1: Okay. Number three. Brian Danielson and Claudio Castagnoli. Again. Where? When the fuck have they teamed up? On Collision? On Rampage? The fourth one is Private Party, an, an actual tag team that's won, what, two matches since they've been back? And the fifth one is Orange Cassidy and Trent Beretta. When the fuck have they teamed?
2: I don't know. <laughs> I have no fucking clue.
1: Okay, and... The the the, the, tri- trios the trio's titles number one is Bullet Club Gold the guys that they're in a faction with apparently number Dang. two is my favorite one the Hardys and Mark Briscoe are you fucking <laughs> serious are you fucking serious man <laughs> I mean bro you can't make this stuff up you. The Hardy Boys and Mark Briscoe are number two on the rankings. Number three is Dark Order. Have they even had a match?
2: I I don't know. And Why are they just putting the... ...for contenders? Like, doesn't it make more sense to put the members of the trio assembly that are winning the match because like let's say you know dark order let's say what if it's alex reynolds sore and uno but for the match they just put like fucking stew in there so do you even in put the, the names order? of those i thought he was I in the right i'm just using that i oh, no, sure. an example like what if the title shot who do you pick from the you would have to pick the names of the people that are actually winning the matches so, why not put them like for House of Black? I get that there's just three of them. Right. But for any, like, same with Bullet Club Gold. Which configuration of Bullet Club are we talking about here?
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, for sure. Especially, especially because AEW's against, so against the Freebird rule. You know,
2: no, pal. Ain't no way. Oh yeah, this company's code. Cool. The fucking games. Jericho <laughs>
1: Cruise. Are you serious? <laughs> Are you fucking serious? Oh my god. Hold on. The tag matches, oh if you god. look on TK's favorite website, they're counting the Jericho Cruise. You gotta Bro. <laughs> And this is why. This is why I laugh when I see these videos. This isn't what these rankings were supposed to be. Yes, we said that. What do you expect from AEW at this point? What do you expect? I expected them to fuck this up. Royally. And they did. They did, bro. Come on, man. I do <sighs> see this shit. How
2: the fuck do you find rankings on this fucking fuck ass website?
1: And while you do that, Number four is FTR and Daniel Garcia. Come on, bro. And number five is House of Black. <sighs> Dude.
2: Oh, man. Oh, no. Statistics, maybe? Well, no? this one of the worst kind of websites. How does TK use this
1: shit? Durante, dude, at this point, I think if I go pick up a couple victories in a fucking backyard wrestling match, I think I'll be eligible for the fucking all elite wrestling rankings. Maybe I could be on the men's bracket and go face, uh, fucking, I don't fucking know who, cause there's four guys at the top of the bracket. I guess I could have my pick of the litter, which... Who wouldn't pick Samoa Joe? If you were number one, why the fuck would you pick like Eddie Kingston or something? That's why they should have their own rankings. That makes no sense. The, that's insane.
2: Oh uh, yeah, this. dude. How does he use it?
1: Let me see.
2: Oh fuck. Okay, love uh. on our fucking cage when don't seem like the top wrestlers at the moment. <laughs> it's just the one of <succeeds> fucking nobodies. Bro. Who their number one popular acting wrestler is Mayu. I don't know how to say that last name. She's a random chicken st- stardom. Dude what? get this company. I don't get, but I don't get these fans.
1: The fuck is this website man?
2: Literally like what is any fucking was made in like 05
1: Matches. Here we go. Um or maybe wait promotions. Here we go.
2: Your
1: Overview
2: the of the week is the heel Del Dr. Wagner Jr.
1: <laughs> 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 okay. The most pop the most popular active wrestling promotion is World w- Wonder Ring Stardom. Stardom. I I don't
2: know what these people's like. The last year, have been the effects of shit I've seen with them. I don't get it.
1: Wait, hold the fucking. Hold on. Hold the fucking phone. You, WWE is not in the top 25 most uh, active popular wrestling promotions.
2: If you look on the right where it says votes, News, which is number two has way more votes than the
1: Oh, it has a higher
2: game, that's why. Okay. Okay. What the um, fuck? PWG? How do you even watch that? I don't know. Listen <laughs> <laughs> <don't know.
1: laughs> <laughs> I... Ratings and System Rules. This is so fucking stupid. Tony Khan would fucking navigate an app like this. Here we go. Um Win Loss Records. Here we go. I think I'm getting somewhere. What the
2: fuck? Five dollar wrestles. What are are these promotions? (laughs) One fall wrestling. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Fucking Jesus, man! Oh God! (laughs) Number sixty-three. three, has to go. 32 30 years old. What the fuck? Yeah, I have no clue how to navigate this fucking website.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna be 100% honest, man. I think I'm about to throw the towel in because this is absolutely oh, I am. The confusing thing I've ever There's- seen.
2: Yeah, this was, like, absolutely fucking close. Vince, maybe? (laughs) Match statistics? Nope. What? The
1: fuck? This absolutely makes no sense. I'm throwing...
2: I'm towel this shit. Dude, Hello. I it's I like, swear I am
1: not that I am not this bad at navigating websites, but this shit I don't know what the fuck I'm looking at. CageMatch.net, oh ladies and gentlemen. Oh no, did you find it?
2: No, I just found random base stuff, and their number one theme right is DIY theme, so. Wait, what? Yeah. Dude, literally, after that, there's not a single WWE one for, I think. <laughs> 83? I think that's the first one. Damn. At, oh, wait. No. Oh, no, no, no. For 80, there's oh not God. a single WWE one.
1: I found it. Thank you for the assist, Bell. Bro. <laughs>
2: You got to be fucking kidding me. i you even get to this.
1: Okay, I found it. I found it. Okay, so... <laughs> SCU defeated a Private Party and the Mogul Embassy and Private Party defeated Top Flight and Penta El Zero Miedo on the Jericho cruise.
2: Isn't Christopher... There isn't... Is there fucking TNA now? Yes. I did it count for Oh, yeah. Why they at a party?
1: Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Nick Wayne. Nick Wayne defeats Colt Cabana. Gisela Shaw defeats Steph DeLander. Mogul Embassy defeats Top Flight. Jer my, Michael Odu defeats Matt Cardona. Daniel Garcia defeats Johnny Cruz. Oh, my God. That's fucking John Morrison. Johnny Cruz. Oh, fuck me, man. <laughs> fuck. Oh, God, okay.
2: This is the best one i had all week, dude. S-
1: SCU defeat Private Party. Commander and Penta El Zero Miedo defeat... Outrunners, Chaos, Orange, Trent, and Rocky Romero defeat the Guns, Deanna Perazzo defeats Layla Gray, <laughs> Speedball Jericho, Chris Jericho, Paul White, and Mike Bailey defeat the Don Callis family, Kyle Fletcher, Powerhouse Hobbs, and Lance Archer. What a shit fucking match card for your crew's.
2: Bro, oh yeah,
1: dude, what a joke! What a fucking joke that is. Um, so, anyways, to get the show finally to get the show back on track, when people say well, Triple H doesn't like two world championships, too fucking bad. I'm sorry, too bad. Um, we need it because, like I said, when you look at a show like AEW, there's all these championships and there's no focus because they don't have split brands. WWE does have split brands to the point where some of these people don't interact for the better part of a year. So, it just doesn't it doesn't make sense. It doesn't fucking make sense, man. Uh, but, unifying the championships is absolutely one of the dumbest things I've ever heard, uh, ever. Um, especially in this day and age where you have a world championship that is, where you have a world championship that is, that has been perceived well up until recently when people treat the thing like shit. Um, but up until this point, it's been treated fairly well. So just keep on that route. And I see absolutely no reason to, I see absolutely no fucking reason to merge the championships whatsoever.
2: No, it's the dumbest thing ever. And I don't even know why they would think that shit, man.
1: Seriously, bro. Seriously. So, with that, with that man, there is. Okay. PW Insider is reporting that The Rock will fight at WrestleMania 40 and there is no proposed scenario where that does not happen the rock will get into the ring the only thing that could stop him from that is an injury don't tell me man uh yeah so this goes along with uh This goes along with, um, The Rock's, uh, TKO board contract where, uh, the rumors going around is that in his contract, uh, which, uh, involves, uh, $30 million, a $30 million payday, it also includes him stepping back into a WWE ring. Um, so, yeah, we all know, we all know he's obviously gonna take that bag, he's gonna chase the 30 mil, and, uh. Yeah, he's absolutely going to get into the ring. It's just a matter of how we get him there. It's just a matter of how we get yeah. him there. And hopefully, hopefully it's something that everybody, uh, hopefully it's something that everybody can enjoy because, yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, man, uh, yeah, obviously there, uh, looks like we're, it looks like we are getting, uh, looks like we're getting no way around, um, the rock not stepping into the ring and. Yeah, I mean it's in his contract so that's that's about as uh that's about as uh good as it gets I guess. Uh obviously, I, obviously um obviously that's not good at all uh because they don't Seth said it best himself. They don't fucking need him. They don't um
2: they really don't need him at all.
1: Seriously, this, this guy's coming back. He's coming back. He's coming back to the WWE because Hollywood this past year was an absolute nightmare for him. It was an absolute fucking nightmare for him. And he's coming back to the WWE to fuck it up. I don't know what he thinks he's doing in his mind, but... In the grand scheme of things, he's fucking everything up. Royally.
2: Exactly you know, television wise to insert him himself. But he is, and that's a guarantee at this point. Let's just hope it's... That, um, I think we all know what's happening in a long, 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 the range anymore. That's all i care about. As long as Cody's in there somewhere, I'll
1: live with it. Right. Right. So, it gets better. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should have bought those Black Adam tickets, Bell. It's like... Hey. It's so it's so fucking stupid though. How the fuck, honestly, how do you expect the DCU to be built around a character that is overall a villain? If I'm th- if you think of DC, sir K, who who are some of the names that you think of superhero wise?
2: Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Flash. You know what I mean? Are the ones that I can think of off the dome. Black
1: if I'm fucking James Gunn or Warner Brothers in the DCU, I'm building my universe around uh that fucking pure masterpiece that uh that Matt Reeves gave us with the Batman. And if you don't want to include that into the universe, you have Superman. You have a you have another <laughs> Batman you're gonna introduce into the D- uh specifically for the DCU. Uh, well, the fuck? Oh. First of all, that's the first thing. When I asked Sir Kay, I said, who is the superhero you want to build your universe around? Not super villain. But Black Adam's a villain.
2: And this court is, even DC-wise, they were just planning him as a villain. All the same movies and move on. That man literally made Black Adam its own movie. Like bro, and it flopped. That shit was mean as fuck from everything I hear.
1: The XFL was an absolute nightmare for him. Um, everything was an absolute nightmare for Dwayne jo- uh, Dwayne Johnson this year or last year rather. So, why not come back to WWE? Well, it, it, you know, if you're him, well,
2: because it's uh, what.
1: Yeah, what what exactly? Why not come back to WWE if, if you're Dwayne Johnson? You have Nick Khan who's going to fucking roll the red carpet out and that's your boy, you grew up with Nick. So, he's going to roll the red carpet out to give you a spot on the board. And then and 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 then and then what are you going to do? And then what are you going to do? You're going to insert yourself into WrestleMania. You're going to you're going to uh Completely, uh, attempt. Thankfully, hopefully, his attempt was denied. But again, I can't say that because we don't know what's going to happen on SmackDown tonight. Uh, it could very well be a triple threat match and the threat is still alive. You're going to yep. lobby, lobby to beat the man who's been on top of the company for four fucking years with his tribal chief character, one of the greatest fucking characters of all time, telling one of the greatest stories we've ever seen um in the WWE. You're going to lobby to beat that man? And, and 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 look at the landscape of the company. <clears throat> look at the landscape of the company. It's like Sam Punk said, endless Samoans. You got Roman Reigns. You got the Usos. You got his daughter, who just coincidentally was given the NXT uh, general manager spot. Um, you had, they're trying to sign Jacob Fatu. They have Solo Sokoa. Nia Jax is in his family as well. It's littered with his family. So if you're Dwayne Johnson, why not come back to WWE? You could probably have the fucking world.
2: Yeah, he almost did. Wasn't for the fans he would have. That's crazy.
1: It really is. It really fucking is, man. It really is, man. So so speaking of his creative writing situation, so X WWE writer Brian Goertz is involved with The Rock's creative direction. Yeah, uh, seriously. Um You know, people, I understand people are outraged over this situation, but I mean, dude, yeah, I, I, I completely agree with you, Bell. But one thing you got to understand about these wrestling fans, these people barely make it off the fucking couch every week every day I mean, rather these people like
2: internet death threats. What are you saying like bro internet death threats are like come on, bro. these fat fuckers aren't gonna do none to you
1: seriously, it is fucked up, and people should obviously not never send those but yeah. like golly yeah good old good old wrestling good old wrestling fans. That's why I always say that, fucking wrestling fans, because, <laughs> bro, if you're threatening to kill somebody because Cody, you think Cody isn't going to finish his story, you have way bigger problems, seriously. Um, so, Dwayne Johnson has been appointed to the board of directors by TKO, uh, group holdings. In light of this decision, it appears a former WWE writer will be heavily involved with The Rock's creative direction as well. The Rock vs. Roman Reigns was initially planned for WrestleMania 39, but due to The Great One's hectic schedule, he couldn't be physically prepared for the bout. The match is now more or less confirmed for this year's WrestleMania, and fans have yet to truly accept the fact. The Rock confronted Roman Reigns on SmackDown after Cody Rhodes confirmed he won't face WrestleMania, uh, he won't, he won't face Reigns at WrestleMania 40, um, we have reported, uh, The Rock wanted to save WrestleMania 40 with this move, according to PW Insider. Brian Gowertz, the former Senior Vice President of Development at Dwayne The Rock Johnson's Seven Bucks Productions, will be involved, uh, will be involved, um, Whenever The Rock is engaged with, um, will be involved creatively whenever The Rock is engaged with WWE, Brian Goertz will be assisting and protecting, uh, The Rock when it comes to, uh, his creative process, leveraging his experience as former head writer of WWE creative for several years. Some speculate Goertz could serve as the plan B if Endeavor ever shifts WWE's creative under Triple H and opt for a Rock-backed creative team in the future. PW Insider, former senior vice president, uh, PW Insider confirmed, former senior vice president of development at Johnson Seven Seven Bucks Productions, Brian Goertz, will be in the mix as usual as he is always involved whenever The Rock is doing something with WWE as he helps with The Rock's creative process. Considering his history as a former uh, former head of WWE creative for several years, some people think he could be the plan B if Endeavor decides to pivot from WWE's creative direction under Triple H and go with a Rock-backed creative team down the line. See, this is the part where it gets really fishy when it comes to The Rock. So... First of all, it's not the fact that he has somebody who's there to back and protect his creative process because anybody that is a wrestling fan, listen to the Art of Wrestling podcast with CM Punk and Cole Cabana. Well, in that podcast, CM Punk talked about Brian Gwertz and he talked about Um, How The Rock has a creative team where whenever they sit down and do creative, they sit down at a table and they discuss the creative of it. They discuss the creative of it. It's not that he has people to represent him. It's the fact that there's speculation within the company that there's a plan B for Triple H. Dude, he just fucking took over. Can you can anybody let the guy cook?
2: Like, why is everyone so eager about not having Triple H? Triple H is the reason this company's relevant again. Like, dog. All... Triple H just
1: turned nothing into fucking something with his WrestleMania press conference. Dude... I... I... These, this is the reason... This is the reason... Shit like this is the reason why I, I really don't understand why Triple H wasn't given a spot on the board... Um, It's completely ridiculous, dude. He's the man behind the company's success. Why is he not giving a spot yeah. on the fucking board? It doesn't make any sense. He's the
2: whole... Literally, dude. He's the whole reason this company's where it's at right now. Why is he not in more power?
1: Makes no sense. It makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. And again... The Rock brings in his creative team every time he does creative with WWE. It's just he has people represent him. I I don't know. He you know, he he wants to be protected. You know, it's just I guess what it is. He wants to be protected. And yeah, exactly. This is this is the Rock we're talking about, but it's the fact that there's even the thought of going with a Rock-backed creative team. No. Who the fuck <laughs> That no. horrible. The only thing every time The Rock shows up in WWE, the only thing he shows is ego. So what's going to happen when so what's going to happen if we have a Rock-backed creative team? Is it just going to be his family being showcased because it's about the family? It's about his his bloodline? What well, I mean Where is the logic in that? Meanwhile, you have Triple H here who um Wants to uh, open up WWE in terms of its diversity, bringing in, um, you know, Latin, Mexican talent, bringing in Japanese talent, bringing in a bunch of uh, talent from around the globe. And for and I mean, for the most part, he tries to book things pretty fair for the most part. Yeah. Is he perfect? No. But, I mean, what the fuck is that? Why are we even fucking considering a rock backed creative team? No, what experience does he have in that department other than I mean, himself. oh, yeah, other than showing that he he could put himself first before anybody man put himself first before John Cena in two thousand and twelve. All because John Cena fucking punked his ass on the mic. The Rock did the right thing. He put him over, but he had to get that victory that first year. Same thing with CM Punk. CM Punk fucking earned that WrestleMania main event. Fucking held the WWE Championship for well over a year. 434 days, right? We all know the reign. He held it way longer than that. And... He held it way longer than than uh than a year, like I said, 343 days. Absolutely deserved to main event WrestleMania in New York. Rock fucking had to fucking uh step, step right over, yes, yeah, step right over his fucking cold dead body 3 months before the fucking show took place. And then he beat him again in Elimination Chamber. Never to put him over ever. And you want
2: it's a rock-backed game. creative team? Sounds like a horrible idea. I don't know why they even think of going with a rock creative team. And I hope they never fucking do. And why you have backups for Triple H is insane in itself.
1: Look at how upset people are about Scott Damore. You don't think people are going to be that upset about Triple H leaving? Literally. You don't... Like, bro... That's the whole Lord. reason
2: you have to be a roster.
1: Yeah. Karrion Kross, AOP, uh, Bray Wyatt, CM Punk. C- uh, again, I want to reiterate, CM Punk. Um, all these people. Sorry all these p-
2: yeah.
1: yeah. All these people. All these people came back. You think they would have came back under Vince McMahon? No. WWE was shunned to talent under Vince McMahon. Cause he's an egomaniac, and now we have another one. Sense. So, ah, love it. Love this next one. So, according to Sean Rossap behind Fightful's paywall, talent mentioned that The Rock had not only advocated for working this match against Roman Reigns, but some believe he was pushing to win the match. Those that Fightful spoke to said that The Rock not only pushed to work the match against Roman Reigns, some thought he was pushing to win the match against Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 40. This is the guy... this is the guy we would even consider as a Plan B behind Triple H. Are you serious? He's coming in, and
2: being rolling after four fucking years for no reason for the longest ever.
1: Are you fucking serious, man? The Rock. So first of all, I want you guys to understand, and this is why I'm not trusting. This is why I'm not trusting. I'm not trusting shit until I see. Cody Rhodes holding up that championship because this man, if he, if this is what he's willing to do to his family, right, his fucking, his bloodline, what the fuck do you think he'd be willing to do to Cody Rhodes? Clearly, he was willing to kick him out of the fucking WrestleMania spot, and I I love to see everybody sin. This is 100% of work. This is 100% of work. Meanwhile, last week after the the thing at SmackDown, those are the same people saying, Rock and Roman's the plan. Cody C-Cody and Roman's off the table. Now it's a work? Yeah, it's a fucking work now. Once they realize yeah. the online backlash that they were getting, now it's a work? I mean, are you people stupid? Yes, that's the yeah. answer. But, I mean, what the fuck? makes no sense, dude, but, 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 bro, I, I swear, I swear on everything. I swear. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: If the rock, if, and see, everybody other than Cody Rhodes that they've considered to beat Roman Reigns, is absolutely some of the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my entire fucking life.
2: Oh, dude, every time, it's horrible. Brock. (laughs) Fucking Randy. Fucking. Like, dude, what? Who are these names?
1: Dude. They, the only other guy that was considered to beat Roman Reigns or not considered planned to beat Roman Reigns was Brock Lesnar. And that was what? Like 400 days into his reign. So. (sighs) I swear to God, if we were to, if we build, if we built this shit up since 2020, August of 2020, just for The Rock to be the one to beat Roman Reigns. I mean, dude, when I seen this story, I said, you've got to be fucking kidding me right now. You've got to be kidding me. This guy, there's... There, this, this the, These are the reasons why I just do not, I do not, do not trust Dwayne Johnson, man. I don't trust Dwayne Johnson. This is what he'd be willing to do to his family. His family that's fucking built a, a legacy off this championship reign? A legacy off of it. You'd be Literally. willing to take that all away for what? For what?
2: Just to hold it for a summer and do nothing with it?
1: Completely ridiculous, bro. Completely ridiculous. And I, again, this is absolutely one of the most absurd pieces of news we will ever read on this podcast, bro. There... There's this is this is exactly the reason, dude, why I will never, never, ever, 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 ever trust this guy because of shit like this. I mean, what the fuck is that, dude? You you're lobbying to beat your cousin Roman Reigns for his WWE championship after four fucking years. If that's not some of the most selfish shit, I don't know what is.
2: I really don't man. I I don't know how you could just come in from your family and think you're a family guy. This should make no damn sense.
1: So this WrestleMania season is going to be telling. Again, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen tonight on SmackDown. He very well could still be in the championship match. We don't know, but that we will have to uh that we will have to wait and see. But Um, yeah, in terms of, in terms of the press conference, man, I really enjoyed the press conference. I really liked it. I liked the rock showing a little bit of his heel side. That was the only way for them to pivot. If you ask me, uh, there was no way to pivot that. There was no way to pivot that without, there was no way to pivot that without, um, you know, there was no way to pivot that with making him. Uh, this lovable rock character that comes out and just overstates his fucking gimmick and, and just acts like a complete robot the whole time he's there. Um, there
2: That's there was
1: yeah, seriously, there was no way to to, to move from that. But um, other than you know having him lean into a bit of a heel side, and uh, I'm gonna be honest, what I think they're gonna do, what I truly man, what I think they're gonna do is, I think, they're going to, I have a feeling it's going to be a triple threat, my honest prediction, I think it's going to be a triple threat match, and I think the reason they made The Rock uh, show a little bit of his heel side is because he, uh, and Roman Reigns, uh, they're going to give off the... They're going to give off the idea that they're stacking the odds against Cody Rhodes, similar to Brian Danielson in 2014. They're stacking the odds against Cody Rhodes, and Cody Rhodes is gonna, you know, I hope beat both of them for the, uh, for, uh, you know, f- to get the WWE title. But that's what it reeks of, man. For me, I think it's going to be, I, I think it's going to be, um, I think it's gonna be a triple threat, and and I think they did that. They had the Rock play heel to stack the odds against uh, against Cody Rhodes, in my opinion.
2: I can see that. I, so. um, I can see them doing some type of tag match, maybe in, like, um chamber or something. If Roman's going to show up, I can see me doing that in a chamber. But I really don't like the idea of, you know, the tag match of first, like, in Rock, or in Roman, and, um, Cody, next night, I don't want to pick a fucking night event from anybody. Um, let it be fucking Seth and whatever he's doing, or hell, even fucking EO and Bailey. but um, I think we get the triple threat, man. I think that's what they're planning, and then at that point, with Rock interjecting himself, I think that's the best outcome we can get out of this.
1: Yeah. Yeah, personally, like I said on Monday, you know, I, I wanted... One of the two, I wanted Roman. I wanted Roman versus uh well, I I wanted Roman versus Cody, and the other option is Roman versus Rock. Um, I, I don't I, I don't think you know I, I don't think it's it's uh I personally disagree with the triple threat, but that's where I predict they're going. Um, I would rather a one on one match. I would rather a one on one match. I, I don't want you know. Cody and Roman versus, uh, you know, with with the Rock shoehorning himself in there. I want just a one on one match. And up until this point, cards can always change, but they did confirm Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns too for WrestleMania forty. So the Rock hasn't interjected himself just yet, but but that's that's where that's I think true. they're going. That's where I think they're going. I think that they, um, I, I think that they. Yeah, I, I think they stacked the odds against Cody Rhodes, um, in the way that they did Brian Danielson in
2: 2014. I can see that, man. I can see that. Yeah, I think with if it wasn't for the interjection, obviously, I would want the singles match. But with the interjection of Rob, to that the best outcome we can get at this point.
1: Definitely, definitely, man. So. Speaking of their press conference yesterday, um, oh yeah, also, I do not like the idea of a, some sort of tag match with The Rock the first night either, I, that just sounds, that sounds like we're just fucking throwing shit to the fucking dartboard at this point.
2: Sounds so intrusive to the WrestleMania card, it really does.
1: Yeah. Oh Yeah. That's, that's that's the other thing. I hate when WWE does that. I hate when WWE has like the Royal Rumble winner put their shot on the line. I could see Cody doing it against Rock. Um, but, you know, obviously in no way can Cody Rhodes lose that match.
2: Exactly so.
1: I also just want to let everybody know that this could have all been avoided if we would have just did Rock and Roman at Elimination Chamber in Perth. Just...
2: Oh, yeah. out there. Um, same feeling. It would have been fine.
1: Um, yeah, gotta gotta be at Mania. I also did hear too that he rejected a Saudi match, um, to do WrestleMania. Yeah, they, I guess they gave no, him the option do. of Mania or Saudi, and he chose Mania. Um, so during their press conference. Michael Cole said he had some breaking news and he announced that WWE has partnered with X to announce a exclusive show called WWE Speed, which will feature five-minute time matches and launch this spring. WWE had been testing out the concept uh, at shows back in December. I do remember hearing about this, man, and it looks like they're going to be uploading five-minute fast-paced matches um, on X with uh, WWE Speed.
2: They're about to pay their own dark as well. They really are. I mean, no, more likely not, but it's good for the people I want to.
1: You know, um, on that, bell, on that, I'm going to be 100% honest. As much as I would love the triple threat, I honestly think Sammy will be snubbed at this year's WrestleMania. Because if they do a change yeah. up for the World Heavyweight Championship, how do you get two winners out of that? You know?
2: Exactly. Exactly. I guess maybe they might use Yeah, I wouldn't
1: I, I wouldn't be uh I wouldn't be opposed to that. And um you can have Sammy kind of interject himself with Jay. You know what I mean? Because Jay's going after Gunther now. So you can have Sammy, you know, kind of come to his defense and help Jay out. And then that can spark a feud as Jay goes off to deal with Jimmy. Sammy's left to deal with Gunther, maybe. Yeah. Um, so that's, uh, that's, a, that's something you could do. But unless, yeah, I mean, unless Sammy wins the chamber and Drew interjects himself into the match. But I don't know, dude. We'll have to wait and see. This is... This is definitely one of the most unpredictable Mania cards in a while. E- even though, dude, literally a month ago, us as fans had this shit mapped out. We had this show booked. Um, so, yeah. Um. Uh, speaking of WrestleMania, WrestleMania 41. PW Insider reports that Minnesota is the favorite city to host WrestleMania 41. I honestly thought it was going to be Las Vegas. I thought that's what they were going to announce on Thursday. Um, But really if Mania 41 is going to Minnesota, I mean, that's kind of what I assumed was the plan all along. So it wouldn't really come as a shock. Um, But yeah, man, you, you know the deal. You know the deal. I'm not going to talk about it because you know, we haven't shut up about it for the better part of two months, but I digress. Um, so, yeah, Minnesota, Minnesota getting WrestleMania. We all knew it was going to happen, and uh, you guys know I'm pumped for it, if that's the case.
2: Oh, yeah, man. Um, I feel like, I don't know, some of my you know good. like it will be lie, But um, it's the highest, you know, contender right now, and that'll be awesome, man. You know, I'll be
1: Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So, speaking of more uh, WrestleMania news, um, but instead of WrestleMania 41, jumping back to WrestleMania 40, uh, PW Insider reports that there has been talk of Jade Cargill appearing on the SmackDown brand to lead up to a WrestleMania 40 program. Um, To be 100% honest, I understand why they didn't do it, and I'll get to that. But when Bianca Belair was out there at that press conference, I completely expected Jade Cargill to come out and Mm -hmm. interrupt her. But then they announced, for some reason, Bianca Belair is going to be qualifying for a Raw Chamber, which I get Raw talent, or I get I get it's a Raw Chamber, but you know I also do get that they might not have enough talent to make it completely. uh, uh, to make it completely unpredictable because it looks pretty predictable. So if you put somebody like Bianca Belair in there, it does make it a little more unpredictable. Um, but you know, I do get, you know, if you bring Jade out there and put Bianca in the chamber, it's going to look like, it's going to look like, uh, it's, it's going to look, you know, it's going to look like Bianca's just in there to be in there you know it's it's going to completely give it away that she's not winning even though most people know that you don't want to outright tell them that basically but um I could see Jade showing up to cost Bianca Belair the chamber and um I I think the WrestleMania 40 program is going to be with Bianca that's why I think she's going to smackdown you know obviously Bianca's over there so I think it'll be with Bianca and I'm pumped for it Definitely
2: man when I see it I'm down for her man she looked Let's see what she let's see what they fucking told her, man.
1: Definitely, man. Definitely. So that is the news on Jade Cargill and possibly having a match at WrestleMania, which it looks like she will. Um Via the Rich Eisen show. Um Seth Rollins has confirmed that he will be 100% ready to go for WrestleMania 40. This is great yeah. news and this is a situation where if you do want to experiment having uh Seth Rollins keep the World Heavyweight Championship, you can do that. You can do that because he'll be 100% to go. It's not like he's going to be going in there um, you know, limp legged. But like I said, when he initially got injured in the beginning of January, um he uh I like if you look at the timetable, his four to eight weeks or his six to eight weeks or whatever he was given, that's up by the beginning of March. So he'll have the whole he'll have the whole month of uh March to um to compete. So um well I don't think you should have him compete, but he'll he'll be fine technically by his timetable at the whole uh in the beginning of March. So if you give him a whole nother month to recover, he'll be more than fine. So he'll be all right. Um, and I'm glad to hear that he'll be all right.
2: Definitely, man. Definitely, that's amazing to hear. And uh, it's possibly and again. So maybe Kevin would have so many people. Luther titles that maybe he retains in some way but um, it's interesting it maybe it more unpredictable
1: definitely definitely man so well speaking of rollin's original original wrestlemania 40 opponent cm punk Fightful Select is reporting there is a possibility of CM, Poink, eh, CM, Poink, CM Punk joining the commentary team while he is injured. Eh, uh, I like... To
2: honest, it. I kind of mm-hmm. oh, we yeah, to be honest, I kind of want him overall away from everything so people miss him more when he comes back.
1: Right. Um. Obviously, is CM Punk a gem when he's on the mic? Obviously. Yeah. You know, obviously, you know, obviously he's a gem when he's on the microphone. Obviously, people love to hear him talk. Um. You could just tell by last night's press conference. I mean, the comments that he was making was so, were so fucking funny, dude. I don't care if he's my boss. I'm throwing hands. Yeah, we know. We know, Mr. Phil.
2: We know, man.
1: Just ask uh, fucking um, uh, Wembley Stadium security uh, if they know anything about throwing hands with your boss or lunging at your boss. Um, Honestly, Bill, if they were to put him on any commentary team, I think NXT would be the right place because he would be out of that main roster eye. And mm-hmm. it would make people, it would make the main roster people miss him. And like you were saying, he loves being down there because at NXT, people actually love to learn and take advice from him. So it's a good environment for him to be in. It really is. Uh, so, so CM Punk, so, so yeah, um, you know, he is a gem on the microphone. He, he is he is a gem on the microphone, man, but if you were to put him in NXT commentary, I think NXT, I, or if you were to put him on any commentary team, I think NXT would be the place to be, and, and, uh, but I, personally, I wouldn't put him on a Raw or a SmackDown, mainly because I like two-man booths, and I think Booker's, Booker is dealing with, like, medical stuff anyway at the moment, so, uh, you know, if the shoe oh, fits, no. then put it on, so... Yeah,
2: exactly, man. Um, I think I like the sound of that for NXT. Like I said, I'm not really a fan of it on the man roster. I didn't just I kind of want to miss him in a way, you know. If he's always around, but okay, kind of had Punk here the whole time. But I think if you put an NXT commentary, it's a good, good break. Um, and I think we got some, man. I really think. Maybe I'd be down for like one of the mania matches. I'd be okay with that. I could doing commentary for like one of those. But overall, if he does it, I think it should be an NXT.
1: Definitely, man. Definitely. NXT would uh would be I didn't even think of that. I did not even the truth uh truth be told, I did not even think of that um until you said it. But Yeah, I think that would be the best spot for him because, like I said, when CM Punk comes back in July or uh, for SummerSlam or Bash in Berlin or whatever he's going to be back for, I want it to feel like Punk is back. I don't want it to feel like he's been here the whole time. He's just getting back in the ring. You know what I mean? I want it to feel like CM Punk is back on the scene, you know? Um, So, that's just me, though. But, yeah, man.
2: Definitely. Definitely.
1: So, Scott Demore. Scott Demore has been fired from TNA. Are you serious?
2: That's insane. Right this company got on the right track again.
1: Yeah. See, uh, I was about to say CM Punk has been fired. Well, we've already been down that road. Hopefully, we don't have yeah, yeah. to go down that road again. Um... <laughs> Scott DeMore, not CM Punk, Scott DeMore has been fired as TNA, uh, as president of TNA Wrestling. TNA's parent company, Anthem, has replaced DeMore with their president of entertainment, Anthony Saccone, who will oversee the day to day operations of the promotion. Talon is absolutely outraged over this. Uh, People had great relationships with Scott. And the thing about Scott, I don't want, you know, I'm not like a, you know, avid watcher of TNA wrestling. But I respect what Scott has been able to do uh, in reforming TNA into a legitimate brand that people actually want to go to and sign with nowadays. I mean he's done a fucking great number uh for, for TNA wrestling and he brought TNA back. He was a huge TNA fan. He's a huge fan of professional wrestling. Um I often would see uh like I like most notably just a couple weeks ago I was watching a clip that I seen on Twitter of Scott Demore in the ring after The Will Ospreay and Josh Alexander match where this dude's cutting a passionate promo about how much he loves the three letters TNA and how much those letters mean to him. And you fire a guy like that. I mean, are you serious? I mean, what kind of, what, what what kind of fucking move is that? This guy, this dude just fucking helped orchestrate a partnership with WWE and you fire him. (laughs) That makes no sense to me. And and Scott, uh, I got a lot of respect for Scott and what he was able to do for the TNA brand and Anthem just fucking threw it all away.
2: Literally. And I heard it was all for like, because he was always asking for a bigger budget and whatnot. Like, dude, you gotta spend money or make money. What the fuck? How do you expect this fucking company to grow again? You're not fucking doing shit with it doesn't make sense, man. Fire and Scott Demore was stupid as hell, man. And I think it's really going to cost him in the future. And And that's just sad to see for the show and um, everyone involved, man. It really is.
1: It is. And and like I said, right as he makes this place a place for talent to go, fucking Nick Nemeth could have easily took the payday and went to AEW and called it a day. But no, he opted to go with TNA Wrestling because... TNA, TNA Wrestling is back. TNA Wrestling is a legitimate, you know, like I said, a legitimate brand that people take seriously again. They, they've been a fucking laughing stock for the better part of a fucking decade. Scott Demore is fired, and again, he's been, out of all the fucking people you shuffled through, you finally find one that gets the brand back on its feet and pivots the brand from being a complete laughing stock of the wrestling world and you fire him? I mean, are you serious? He had a morale backstage that people loved. That people loved. And you just see the outrage from their locker room of like what the fuck? Where how do you fire this guy? And he's asking for a bigger budget. Oh, I'm sorry he wanted to elevate Continue to elevate the brand. Literally. I'm sorry you have somebody that's cared more about fucking TNA, Impact, Global fucking Force Wrestling, whatever it fucking has been called in the past ten years. I'm sorry you. I'm sorry you came across somebody that's cared about it more than anybody has. And he's fired.
2: It doesn't fucking make sense, man, at all.
1: No. It it makes it doesn't make a absolute fucking lick of sense whatsoever.
2: No, it really fucking does
1: All right, man. So, speaking of fucking stupid decisions or not stupid decisions, speaking of stupidity, Tony Khan's big announcement. Tony Khan's big announcement. The announcement itself wasn't stupid, uh, I wouldn't say. Uh but um it was the fact that we had another big announcement from Tony Khan that was stupid. And actually, you know, this is uh this is another one of his uh <laughs> Yeah, let's let's uh yeah, let's let's uh let's let's rip the band-aid off. This was fucking stupid. Um... oh i think
2: it was stupid as hell i really did like if the company had momentum and shit i'd get it now ticket sales for something you know, not to give people hype to hype it up more but he didn't announce these ticket sales for a momentum or just a hype thing you did it fully totally for full the ticket sales like, that are primarily you w know, you know, we don't know what they're doing with the show we're about to say, it, but it's for Mercedes. And, um, Prime fucking AW would have just debuted at their naturally hottest show of that time. Now you have to announce the shows that people are debuting at to get tickets. Two come weeks on, after Revolution. Back. It's wild. Just do it out for me. No, you can't. I would say, yeah, I would say don't do it at Revolution for just to make it all about staying but like maybe yes. I don't know the dynamite after revolution make the fucking make a fucking dynamite after pay per view mean something.
1: <laughs> isn't this the dynamite? Isn't this the dynamite after revolution? Now that I think about it, isn't revolution March seventh?
2: I think it's March third. Revolution March third.
1: Is it? Am I stupid? Let me see. I oh, damn I can change. Genuinely... Yeah it's March
2: third. Okay. If not I fucking lost it off wrong day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's March 3rd. It's gotta be. Let me see.
1: It is okay, it is March third. Yeah, literally. Two weeks okay, after. Okay. So, so AEW. Tony Khan has announced AEW Dynamite, big business, for the TD Garden on March 13th, which, while not confirmed by Khan himself, will be the place where Mercedes Monet makes her AEW debut as here is the logo for that show and the official poster for the show. Um, As you can see, under the TD Garden uh, thing, uh, the little TD Garden um, sign on the outside of the arena right here, it says Boss Ton. You can't
2: make it. Any more fucking obvious. This is this portion from Mercedes.
1: You can't
2: like dog. <laughs> yes, it is. Um Yeah,
1: this is uh you know this is one of his it's it's one of his CM Punk situations, you know, where he wants to intentionally Make it a worst kept secret so they can get ticket sales. Um, and that's
2: well, it's something because the popular, you know, opinion. I actually love when he debuted in AEW. How everyone kind of knew it. I thought to me, it made that moment even a little better because we got ourselves hyped up for something that was impossible to believe, and not only did it happen exceeded the hyped of expectations. I love his AEW debut and the fact that everybody knew it was going to happen. I actually do. But, like, here, it's just... It reeks desperate... Desperateness, dude. Like, when it was initially CM Punk, the company was just hot in general. It was just a moment-feeling thing. Now, it genuinely is just, please buy tickets for, <laughs> for Dynamite. Please, for the love of God, fill some seats... That's all it
1: is. Yeah, and it's, you know, I think it's one of his typical Tony Khan has a big announcement thing, and it's like, dude, if you were to just come on your television and announce big business, then it would have been, yeah, it would, yeah, it, it would have, because you're not, you know, it, it. it It looks like you're just, I don't know, promoting one of your biggest, biggest shows, one of your debuts at the TD garden. And instead, instead it's pretty much like, Hey, please, please buy tickets. Mercedes is going to debut here. Um, so that, I don't know. It, it, it does reek of desperation and it probably has a lot to do with the fact that you know, not that he announced the show for me, but it has a lot to do with the fact that he has one of these big announcements like fucking once every month, man. It's just like, dude. Like, dude, um,
2: just announced it on Dynamite.
1: Literally, it's man. So... But, typical typical Tony, oh, oh, he's always got a Always gotta, always gotta put the limelight on himself. Tony Khan, big announcement, blah blah blah, and it's Mercedes is gonna debut. Please buy tickets. It's like, dude,
2: ju- you don't have to make an announcement, announcement four days on Twitter ahead to just announce a fucking show. To an exactly. Even just tweet off the show. Hey, big business, ticket sales, come up soon. That's all you need. and It'll get people hyped for it. It might be anything. That'll yeah. be a better fucking system.
1: Yeah, seriously. It doesn't, it doesn't fucking make any sense, man. And it's, yet again, another one of Tony Khan's big announcements that's not a fucking streaming service. And it's, again, just announce big business. Why do you have to fucking hype people up a week in advance? It doesn't make any sense, Mercedes. man. Mercedes is going to debut. You know, I get, you know, he wants it to be, you know, a worst-kept secret to, to buy tickets, man. But, dude, stop hyping up these big announcements a fucking week in advance, bro. I mean, it's really ridiculous out here, man. It really is.
2: It sounds so sick of it, dude. Every one of these fucking announcement announcements is with my fucking eyes.
1: Seriously. It's always anything but a streaming service. Always.
2: Literally every time. Every fucking time.
1: Alright, man. So, as per new gameplay footage uploaded by WWE, uh, today, Brock Lesnar has been officially removed from WWE 2K24's 40 Years of WrestleMania uh, cover edition. Uh, or showcase cover, uh, Lesnar has been replaced by John Cena. So, as you can see on the cover to your left, that is the original. That is the Brock Lesnar cover. Obviously, you can see Lesnar next to The Undertaker. And now, next to The Undertaker, you can see John Cena, which they moved Triple H up and moved Shawn Michaels over a tad. And that's your cover. That's your cover. The one on the right is the new cover, man. The one with John Cena in the cover. And pretty much, pretty much lets everybody know, as if we didn't know already, it pretty much lets everybody know that, uh, yeah, he was, uh, he was the guy.
2: Exactly, man. So, everything in power lets you know how validating that shit is. So,. You know, people you are know, just trying to deny when it. it's like oh, it, 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 literally they're telling me it's Brock. Which I know, you know, business-wise, I feel bad for two games. I feel like there have been at least like two or three of those showcase matches related to something Brock-related, and, and I have a feeling, I'm assuming they cut those out the showcase. And I I, I just know they're annoyed at that.
1: Well, with that, uh, Brock Lesnar will not be removed from the WWE 2K24 video game. So, according to Brandon Thurston from WrestleNomics, the publisher is working to update the game in line with WWE's actions, but removing Lesnar entirely could impact the release date. Mike Straw from Insider Gaming suggests due to these logistical challenges, it's unlikely Lesnar will be entirely removed from the game. Despite Mm. controversy surrounding Lesnar, current indications suggest that he will still be featured in the showcase mode of WWE 2K24. However, the situation remains fluid, and further updates may occur the game's development progress. As of now, fans... Do not know if uh, Lesnar will be included in uh, the involvement of the game, but it looks like he uh, he will not be taken out in its entirety. So, when they say in its entirety, what I think, I could see them taking him out of the game, but not taking him out of the showcase, if that makes sense.
2: I could see that. You know, they probably coded fucking those showcase matches that, you know, have him in it. They have to fucking, they probably have to remake the whole showcase if they yeah. did remove him. So, he, I, I doubt he'll be a member of the roster in the game, but I think they move him from the showcase. Which, if anything, over a couple of updates, if they do plan on this game, I could see them slowly moving him from the showcase. Or by the end the life cycle of the game, he's completely gone if that's possible. I could see that.
1: I, I don't know, man. I don't know. But I, I, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I understand. I understand because, I mean, Lesnar, he might have his match with Roman in there from when they unified the titles. He might have his match, uh, well, obviously his match with the Undertakers there. That's one of the most iconic WrestleMania moments ever. But, yeah, we'll just have to wait and see, man. We'll just have to wait and see. But, yeah, it looks like he won't be... He won't be excluded in its entirety. And for the last bit of news, Vince McMahon. Aha. Vince McMahon.
2: Warning bell. We're gonna talk about more. Vince McMahon, so just gotta give you a warning.
1: Yes, of course. Always always gotta always gotta throw that warning out to you. Um Vince McMahon. So, first of all it came out a couple days ago it came out a couple days ago that john Laurinaitis' uh lawyer um confessed that they always knew about um ashley Massaro's uh incident um back at uh one of the tribute to the true uh tribute to the troop shows yeah right tribute to the troops yeah okay i don't know why yeah um, one of the Tribute to the Troop shows in uh, in Kuwait in 2006, I believe, he admitted that they knew all about it. Um, they just told her not to say anything, and they didn't say anything themselves. Well, this has escalated because Ashley, Massaro's, uh, Ashley Massaro accused Vince McMahon of sexually preying on wrestlers. Ashley Massaro accused Vince McMahon of sexually preying on wrestlers in a previous unreleased statement obtained by Vice News. Massaro died in uh, in 2019 of suicide. And this was her... This was her... um, This was her statement. Uh, This was her unreleased statement. During my time with WWE... I had observed Vince McMahon making out with other divas in the locker room, but he never paid any attention to me, and I assumed I was not his type. This changed after my Playboy cover was released. I was fortunate enough to be allowed to fly on the company jet and stay in the same hotels as the executives for a period of time so that I could uh, get home faster to spend more time with my daughter on one of these occasions, Vince was attempting to get me alone with him in his hotel room late at night and I felt extraordinarily uncomfortable. He began calling the hotel room phone and my cell phone non-stop. I called Kevin Dunn to explain the situation and he said I should tell Vince I was not feel, I was not feeling well and would see him on TV the next day. So I did immediately after that night, Vince started writing my promos for me. Vince does not write promos for female wrestlers. That is the job of creative. but he did. And one of the promos were written in clear intention of ruining my character. I brought the first uh, this first script Vince wrote uh, Vince wrote for me to the WWE employee in charge of creative at the time, Michael Hayes, and he said, And he said, you're not saying this, who in the, oh, who in the fuck wrote this pretty much? Um, I told him Vince did. He said, well, kid, there are the, uh, he, he said, well, kid, there are the breaks, meaning that Vince wanted to end my career and destroy my reputation on the way out. He is known for that type of behavior. Um, and he did this. Uh, And he did this upon her departure from WWE. In addition, after that night, each time I walked by him, he would make vulgar sexual comments that would clearly be designed to make me feel uncomfortable. Good Lord. Yet again, another fucking one with another fucking person with this Vince McMahon stuff. And this was an unreleased piece of uh, a statement uh, obtained by Vice News. Um, this is absolutely insane. Uh, John Laurinaitis' lawyer literally just came out and stated that Vince and John Laurinaitis knew about what had happened to her in Kuwait um, when they were on their uh, Tribute to the Troops tour and everybody just told her to shut up about it pretty much. This isn't getting any better for Vince McMahon, and I hope we continue to fucking bury this guy in ridiculous fucking controversy, because this is exactly what he fucking deserves, man. I mean, what the fuck is this, man? I mean, seriously. Um, it's, uh, again, all these people that worked around him, man, Kevin Dunn, John Laurinaitis, Um, I mean, you name it. And I'm sure there's endless more people that we don't even know their names knew about these situations like this one here with Ashley Massaro and didn't, you know, just told her to make up some lies, told her to make up some lies about the situation other than actually correcting the situation and, uh, getting this guy fucking taken care of well before 2024. So, absolutely fucking ridiculous, man. Absolutely ridiculous. But yet again, another, another piece of Vince McMahon controversy that is going to continue to bury this man in controversy.
2: Exactly, man. I um, mean, with every article and news piece and information we and holy his um, his you know freedom more and more, and it, it's just horrible see all the fucked up him over these years, man. Um, I just hope he gets just buried in lawsuits, in a jail, and in controversy, man. I I hope it gets to a point where someone really that you know puts the cuffs on him, man. That's that's the only way out at this point. Is they just got to put the cuffs on him. I know they won't. You know, he's a billionaire, obviously. They always get away with it, but something's got to happen to him, man.
1: Absolutely, bro. Absolutely, man. So, yeah, that is the uh, latest of Vince McMahon's antics. Um. So, yeah, man. And that is going to do it for this edition of the news. Ladies and gentlemen, hopefully we don't deal with any more unnecessary bullshit tonight on SmackDown because Triple H is going to be on there discussing uh, the fallout from the press conference. So, it's going to be very interesting to see what takes place tonight. But with that man, with that man again, I want to thank you guys for being here for an amazing, an amazing, amazing uh, 200th episode and this has been... Um, an amazing 200 episodes of a journey to be a part of, man. So yeah, pretty, uh, pretty awesome, pretty awesome, pretty awesome, um, pretty awesome little accolade for the day, man, and uh, something that truly makes me happy. And I thank you guys. Yeah, man, and it is something I am so, so, so truly grateful for, and just have so much, so much gratitude for you guys, man. So much gratitude for this podcast and this platform, man. So again, thank you guys so very much. And it has been always, always, always a pleasure for my Johnny Mayhem.
2: And uh, start.
1: and that is going to do it for this edition of the 200th episode of the Notorious Hills Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys so very much. Thank you guys. We love you guys so, so much, man. Please like, comment, and subscribe. And we will see you guys on Monday with Notorious Unscripted.
0: Stopping from that HIV shit, and niggas know they soft like a twinkie villain, playing the villain, prepare for the strap killer, Ricky Smalls is the illest, the style is played out, like on the one that put you talking about Willis, the grill is gone, the black Frank White is here to excite, throw thick to dice, bitches are like I'm brainless, guns are like I'm stainless steel, I want the fucking fortune like the wheel. I squeeze cats so my clips is empty. Don't tempt me. H-O-D, you don't man. the fuck I'm here. Damn, if this ain't some shit. Time to spread the nobody. leverage over harmony. Great. It's the new killer death trap. Yes, I'm a jet black ninja. Come in where you rest at. Surrender.